This is Rhema for Today. Now, this text exhibits the fact that our Lord is not only willing, but eager to pour His blessings in great profusion upon all those who make it possible for Him to do so. Because He said He's, he's running around looking for somebody He can have. I put that in my own words, but that's the essence of it, isn't it? Isn't that right? He's, he's, he's running throughout the whole earth trying to find them. Glory to God. So he can show himself strong on their behalf. I told you he wanted to bless you and help you and heal you more than you wanted to get it yourself. The eyes of the Lord, he said, run to and fro. In other words, he's ever hunting for opportunities to gratify his benevolent heart because he delighteth in mercy. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, God's Healing Mercy. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now, you know, if you've been in these classes, of course, many folks haven't been here, but some of you have, that again and again, we've, we have presented many, many, many scriptural proofs of the Lord's present willingness to heal. But even when we advance from saying he's able to saying he is willing, this is not enough. The word willing, as Brother Bosworth put it, is too tame to fully express God's merciful attitude toward us. Now let's look at some scriptures concerning God's merciful attitude toward us. And of course, his merciful attitude toward us reveals his willingness toward us. Look at Micah, the 7th chapter, 18th verse. It says, he delighteth in mercy. Now I want you to hold in mind that mercy does not just have to do with forgiveness of sin. It has to do with healing. You could read that like this. He delighteth in the mercy of forgiveness. He delighteth in the mercy of healing. Remember the 103rd Psalm? Third verse, you know, remember it said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all of his benefits. His benefits. Remember the text said here, The Lord is gracious. The Lord is willing, is disposed to bestow his favors. Well, his favors would be his benefits, wouldn't it? The Lord is disposed to bestow his favors. So the psalmist is saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul, forget not all of his favors or benefits. What are they? Well, here's two of them. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Hallelujah. Isn't that what he said? 103rd Psalm, 3rd verse. Bless the Lord. Oh my, my, my. Uh, you can just stop and have a shouting spell right there. Just have a camp meeting on the 103rd Psalm, the 3rd verse. Wouldn't be a better place to camp, would they? <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, he delighteth. What does he, God, delight in? Micah, the seventh chapter, 18. He delighteth in mercy. Now, don't just think about how merciful he is to forgive. Think about how merciful he is to heal. All right. We have his attitude more fully expressed 
in 2 Chronicles, the 16th chapter and the 9th verse. This is an attitude of God, hallelujah, toward mankind. Notice, 2 Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Now this text exhibits the fact that our Lord is not only willing but eager to pour his blessings in great profusion upon all those who make it possible for him to do so because he said he's, he's running around looking for somebody. He can I put that in my own words, but that's the essence of it, isn't it? Isn't that right? He's, he's, he's running throughout the whole earth trying to find it. Glory to God. So he can show himself strong on their behalf. I told you he wanted to bless you and help you and heal you more than you wanted to get it yourself. The eyes of the Lord, he said, run to and fro. In other words, he's ever hunting for opportunities to gratify his benevolent heart because he delighteth in mercy. Woo, if you can't shout over that, you haven't got any business shouting about anything. <laughs> Benevolence, my dear friends is the great attribute of God. Therefore, if you want to please him, remove the obstacles out of the way to the exercise of his benevolence. Brother Bosworth put it like this. He, God, is infinitely good. And he exists forever in a state of entire consecration to pour forth blessing upon his creatures whenever they make it possible, which, of course, all may do. And I like this illustration by the boss where it said, suppose the vast Pacific Ocean were elevated high above us, talking about the earth. Then conceive of its pressure in every crevice to find an outlet through which it might pour its ocean tides over all the earth, and you have a picture of God's benevolent attitude toward us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then I want to quote further here because this is so good, I just want to read it verbatim. Brother Bosworth said, after being first properly enlightened, and that's what we're endeavoring to do with these scriptures, I challenge you to place yourself where God's mercy can reach you without his having to violate the glorious principles of his moral government. Then wait and see if you don't experience the most overwhelming demonstration of his love and mercy. And the blessing will flow until you've reached the limit of your expectations. Glory, 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 glory. You remember Cornelius placed himself where God's mercy could reach him by saying to Peter in Acts 10, 33, we are all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. And he found God's goodness so great that he could not wait for Peter to finish his sermon. Just as soon as Peter had spoken enough 
to be a basis for faith, they believed, bless God, and down came the blessing. That reminds me, you notice what he said there? Look at that again. That's Acts 10, 33. said, we are all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. Open your Bible to the fifth chapter of, of Luke and see that the same principle, the same fact is true in regard to healing. I want you to notice now that here in this fifth chapter of Luke, what it said concerning the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, concerning those who came for healing. And then there's a verse also in the sixth chapter that reads just about the same. Read just about the same. And that is that they came to hear and not only just to hear, but to be healed. But notice this, that the hearing comes first. I want to read this verse first of all here from the sixth chapter. Then we'll go back to the fifth. The sixth chapter and the seventeenth verse. And he came down with them and stood in the plain, and the company of his disciples, and the great multitude of people out of Judea and Jerusalem, and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came, now notice, to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Now, why would you suppose they'd have to hear him or they needed to hear him before they were healed of their diseases? Did you notice that? They came to hear him. Though healing's implied, it doesn't say they came to be healed. It doesn't just say they came to be healed of the disease. It said they came to hear him. They must have heard something that produced faith in them. They must have heard something that revealed to them his willingness, his compassion, his goodness. Thank God he's the same today. I said he's the same today. I said he's the same today. Isn't he or is he? Thank God he's the same today as he was then. He has not changed the least bit. And thank God there's not even a shadow of turning with the Lord, is there? And remember the text said there in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan casting all of your cares upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's $6.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. 
org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, coming up, guess what's happening? We're going to throw the switch and we're going to turn on about 2 million lights. That's Somewhere right. around 6 p.m. is usually when we do that. And, you know, the lights will be on through New Year's Eve. No, New Year's New Day. Day. That's right. To 11 p.m. that night. That's right. From 6 p.m. Wednesday, November 27th yes. to January 1 at 11 p.m. they'll go off. And actually... Uh, we are so excited about the two million lights that on the campus. There's so much going on with people walking in the park, yes. concessions available, uh, hot chocolate, funnel cakes, I don't know what all. And then uh, our, our youth uh, sell uh, light these light-up deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the kids. For the kids, but all of the proceeds go to their mission trip. That's right. And they're going to Greece in, on yes. their, uh, when it, uh, in, in what? In, in 20, March. In March of 2020, when mm-hmm. they have spring break, yes. they're going to take a trip to Greece this year. But if you bring some money by those kids, because those, those are really neat little they deals. Are. Light up toys deals. And I will tell you, it's breathtaking. I mean, I've seen the lights for year after year after year, but every year it's just breathtaking. Well, it's a little different every year. And the reason being is because we hire students come in to go to school. We hire them to put the lights up. And everybody has, a, you know, it's, it, it has a little bit of a different way they want That's to do right. something, and it, it looks really good. We kind of really... let them uh, be creative, yeah. right? Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on God's healing mercy. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.